Tober. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. I forget where they were going to put me, but I sold it. It was like 60 yeah, seats or 50 you just start seats. Going, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're already going? Yep. Cool. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Sorry. No, we'll, we'll start when we start. We can just bullshit oh, cool, for a yeah. yeah. I So no, I was like, they had me at this small 50 seat place and I was like, they're like, it's sold out. Do you want to add a show? And mm-hmm. I was like, sure. And then they're like, that one sold out also. Do you want to move it to a this other spot. place? Oh, cool. So, cause I did it with this rock promoter. I was it no the crocodile? Idea. And so they moved me to Chop Suey, which yeah. is where I ended up. But yeah. I don't remember where the first place was uh, before that. And this was coming off some... When when did you get into the Your Mom's House family? Um, that was in... The first time I was on was like the end of 27... Or no, it would have been the end of 2018. Gotcha. Yeah. And that does that feel like when things took a turn? Oh, it is when things, it's no doubt when things took a turn. There was no anything before that other than like, you know, I had worked with guys on the road, so I was getting regular road work, especially with Tom uh, being like the highlight of that, obviously. But other than, I thought that's what I was going to be doing forever. (laughs) You know, I'm like, this is fine. I mean, I'm a middle, I'll just get my middle work and die someday. That'll be the end of it. And And die? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you die someday, right? Yeah. I'll just go to like. I'm, it's working for now. And what if I was shocked by that statement? And <laughs> yeah, I was you're like, like wait what, what a do you mean second. Die? And Tom Cruise doesn't do his own stunts? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by die, really? <laughs> yeah. I have been- uh, You're saying I'm going to have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, it's so funny. There's certain, you know, I think it just, as you get older, you start to become more, I don't know if accepting is the right word, but mm-hmm. aware of like, you know, like I smacked my foot into the edge of a couch a couple of days ago and my one of my toes is so fucked up. And I was like, and then it caused like some leg eggs sure. and my head immediately goes to blood clot. Right. It's so, <laughs> it's so it's, and it's so like, that definitely is a shift. Yeah. Like as far as just like being more attentive to like of medical course. concerns or jumping to conclusions before you, you know, consult an actual doctor. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, uh, do you have any of those where you like, you know, well, I'm 35 and I look way older than I'm 30 than 35. And what do you I should get? be like. What do you mean? Like, what do people think? You oh, are? I don't know. 45, you know? Sure. I don't know what they think. They always, every time I say I'm 35, the internet explodes and they're like, what? <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, Show yeah. Up, like, I'd be lying about being, th- like, if I was going to lie, I would try harder to look younger. Right. You know? But this is just what I look like. Have you always had this beard? Uh, I've had the beard, but it was, wasn't always gray. Mm. It just recently became gray. My hair was going gray when I was like 16, but then I lost it when I was like 25. So 16 like, going gray? Yeah, dude. Whoa. It was weird. Is that hereditary? I don't know. I think it was just stress related. I don't even know what I was stressed about, but you it could was be like, stressed at 16. Yeah. Whether I it's just, like, I don't you know, know, video game related or, you know. I was high strung, I think. Yeah. You know, I just was ca- kind of like, I ran quick. And then I discovered weed in college and it just totally me too. opened me up. Totally. Like, it changed everything. It slowed me down. Are you glad you didn't smoke pot in high school? Do you think you would have been Uh, one of those kids that like, you know, got lunch in the parking lot and then just went to somebody's house for the rest of the day? Yeah, because I will say 
I don't think it takes away motivation. I just think it focuses your motivation. And in high Whoa. school, I was motivated to do ancillary things. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I wasn't a great student, but I was in all the clubs. I was doing all the bullshit. And I think if I would have smoked weed, I would have gone like, well, that's not that important. Totally. So I don't really need to do that. And, yeah. Uh, also in high school, at least for me, the few times I did it, I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. If I was doing this all the time or the kids that like, I always marveled at the kids that were high in class. Yeah, we're able, but it was so obvious. It was like now whenever they get called back, on, they'd yeah. be like five, and they're like, "Do I ask you what the capital of Florida was?" Oh, eight, and then you're like, "All right, this kid is not uh, there at all," and yeah. was so not good at hiding it. Do you, but then I, there were a few of those kids that could just smoke and be. It was almost perfect. like they were too cool. Like, well, that's the like, thing. That's what I was gonna say. Don't you think if you went back with your brain now? you would enjoy boring classes more because you would be high. A thousand percent. And you would be actually more focused and attentive. I would have loved attentive. math. Yeah. Math was so stressful for me. I'd go in early to try to like figure it out for truly just, I think for, you know, GPA college purposes of like being like, I need to somehow, but also I was so torn because I'm like, I'm never going to need the quadratic formula. Right. You know? There's never going to, I'm not going to be held up at gunpoint and someone's right. going to be like, what is negative B over to it? You know? Yeah. I think I would have given more of a shit about science. I'll, I don't think I'll ever give a shit about, uh, about math. I don't know why. It's just when there's only one answer. <laughs> I hope the kids are watching me. this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just <laughs> never liked the fact that there was one answer to something. And I know like, whoa, they, what when, a fresh take. It, it's just like boring to me. Yeah. And so it's just gotta be one way. It's like, oh, this complicated odyssey to get to one answer every time like what if i figure out another way out of there you know what i mean or oh, something well, like that no like, teacher's gonna stand for that it's like show me your exactly. work it's like well that's not how i would have done it <laughs> exactly F. and you're like fuck you mr that's why i liked english class because you could fucking bullshit your way totally around everything and you weren't you couldn't be wrong if you could justify oh yeah it. like if you showed your work so to speak did you, you have a favorite class oh like english the one class english class and like history probably because then history too you could you know, sort of <laughs> like make up your own your dates. That too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not dates necessarily, but theories as to why something happened. Totally. <laughs> it was more open for uh, interpretation and exactly. just at least like exploration of the, you know, yeah, how do we get to this point? Yeah. Um, I had a history teacher named Mr. Clayton, and he was, you know, he, he always ta he had all these crazy stories. First of all, he was like 6'10, wore these tight polos with his big chest, and his hair would just ooze out of the uh, polos. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we get some lubiderm up Sounds in here? Sounds like my dad so far. Yeah, yeah. he was a very, he had a dad bod for sure. Yeah. But he had a big voice. Mr. Clayton, again, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I think played power forward for the University of Washington in like the 70s. No shit. Uh, but also had numerous outer body experiences in like Zimbabwe and Africa and fucking, you know, Burbank. I mean, this guy just went... You know, he was like, I can put together an Ikea desk in 12 minutes. Like, he just had a crazy zest for life and stories for days. So we would always go out of our way to ask him about these stories on, like, days when there was a big test, mm -hmm. knowing that he would get deterred and go off on a tangent. And, be, <laughs> and we'd be like, what was that, what was that time? Because yeah, we're going to go over this. We're going to watch a 20-minute video, and then we're going to take the test. And the video would end, and we'd be like... Yo, this person just, you know, wasn't here last week when you told, when, when was that, when you took all those shrooms in Ethiopia, like, what happened again? He's like, oh, that's a crazy story. And the next thing you know, he would tell it and get so lost in it, the bell would ring. Nice. And he'd be like, all right, I guess we'll take the test next week. And it was like a uh, sure fire You could just wind him up and he'd go. Totally. Anything. Did you have anybody like that or a no. teacher that you like connected with? There was tons of teachers I've connected with. Um, 
but they were the ones that I knew that I could just be like, listen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was all bullshitter throughout school. Like that's all it was. Oh really? I figured out like if you do all the clubs and get to know all the teachers on like almost a human level, you could get away with pretty much anything. One thousand percent. Would you like, make them laugh? I would make them laugh. I was doing the morning announcements. Me too. I would say all kinds of dumb shit that I probably <laughs> shouldn't have said. Yeah, yeah. I would make presentations bits. I would like it wouldn't be bits, but it would be like my way to make the class laugh, and they would be not informative whatsoever. And like, most teachers. You know, and I think they deserve a little credit for this. If you because, you know, I think you and I are one of the same in this regard where there's not a lot of people going out of their way to turn projects into like whether it was making it a video project when it wasn't required or something to make it more fun for yourself. And then also the teacher was like, all right, well, that was like different and funny enough. So it's worth at least a B. Well, that's the thing. That's That's what they would go like. They would almost respect the way that I avoided doing it. Totally. And then still gave a presentation that was like engaging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I remember there was one class, this was more in college, but like, there was a class where they would, the whole, um, I forget what the name of the fucking class was, but it was like a communications class. And the object of the task was to make an instructional video on how to do something. Yeah. And I made mine on breathing. And like, (laughs) and it was just so absurd. Like, do you remember any of the. I just went into depths about like inhaling is how you inhale oxygen, oxygen replenish, you know, stuff like that. And then exhaling like, and I just did it on breathing. Did you have like that? Everyone do it together? Like just to like, now feel, do you ever just feel your breathing? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember like, just to like stretch the, out the, it was, it had to be, it had the, the only like rules where it had to be, uh, an instructional video on something that was two steps long. I love so it. inhaling and exhaling. Wow. So I was like breathing <laughs> and, uh, in the, in the, teacher he was like that was so half-assed but also kind of genius so he gave me like a full credit on it like an Whoa. a and then i did the next one i was like now i got to follow it up with someone because you know they kept increasing yeah, the next one was like do album? a five-step instructional video about something and people were doing like horseback right like really intense shit i did going up the stairs or like using the <laughs> stairs or something like that like something so dumb and i showed like my friend like here's how to do it wrong we we're just doing pratt falls down the Amazing. stairs and shit and uh that one had to be a video so yeah i mean i just half at like literally laziest concepts i could come up yeah with. but also but again making it fun for you which is like i don't know dude there i I'm sure in hindsight, there's a lot of people that would look back and be like, man, I wish I had fucking taken a risk. But there, no one's thinking outside like that. They're just like, this is I wish what it I, is. I wish just I could take credit assignment. for thinking outside. It was strictly out of like, I got to do this. I don't give a fuck. I was also like <laughs> so bad at college. Like high school, I at least thought like by the rules of society, I have to give a shit. In right. college, I go, this I'm paying for. So I can do whatever I want. Go to the beat of my own drum. Yeah, and I never showed up, and I barely like tried. But like, you go to school? Were, I went to Canisius College. It's a small Jesuit college in Buffalo. Whoa, Golden Griffs. I ha- I don't like root for the basketball. Like I hate I hated college. I really did. But I but loved you love Buffalo. School. I love Buffalo. What are your yeah. favorite things about Buffalo? Here's what I enjoyed about Buffalo in my one time there. Sure. Uh, the Goo Goo Dolls are from there first of all, which I love. That's uh, you and my buddy Matt Bergman both opened for them on that arena tour. Oh yeah, it must have been. He had a different. It was all, maybe than you had. He had a different what? Well, he had a. He was up there, you know, doing his thing, and he was, you know, like people are filing in, you know. On it's a, tough. It's There's tough. and by the way, it was a like last. I was going to the show. I, I met them at uh, Sirius in New York. Became buds. Went to a few shows. They did the podcast. 
And we just, they just were, you know, had a great time. So we just, you know, kept in touch, did a few other things creatively with them. And, and that show was already out there. So they're like, oh, we'll do 20 minutes before us. But it wasn't announced. Right. And that's what's tough. That's like, the toughest I don't, part. I've opened for a few other uh, music acts like that where it was somewhat, it was advertised enough to where people were expecting comedy. Right. But in a rock venue where it was like that out of nowhere and it was uh, not conducive truly for comedy, it was definitely like a bar show. And it was <laughs> yeah uh, with a, an arena full of people yeah and children by the way hilarious yeah and like families and stuff because the Google Dolls are a broad yeah uh, drawing act totally so I'm, my buddy Matt Robbie's around Buffalo all the time mm-hmm. I don't know Johnny yeah. or I don't even I feel bad I don't know the other gentleman's name uh, the new drummer but Robbie I know I went I've oh, cool. been to weddings with Robbie and oh, stuff cool. like that so like he comes he used to come to the radio station I worked for all the time we worked pretty. Um, hand in hand in his music is art festival and stuff like that and so my buddy matt is a comedian that's on robbie's record label oh cool so he's a buffalo comic as well and robbie had him come do a couple of dates or whatever and he was up there doing it and like it was rough and he just kind of like you know trying to draw any sword out of his sheath he ended on a closer that he was doing for a while but he forgot how like dirty it was yeah <laughs> which and, is like there's no coming back from that once you start your filthy closer right no one is good enough to adjust and clean it up the way that it needs to be you well, can adjust even, words he didn't even think it because i talked to him afterwards i'm like what did you end on and he and he told me which one and i go <laughs> you ended on that and a goo goo dolls concert <laughs> the fat cockpit there's yeah. there's children there <laughs> and he's like Oh my god! He like never even had thought of that. Oh god! And then he got an email from a dad that was like, you know, my children were like, you made an awkward conversation. I was like, what were you thinking? You made an awkward conversation. Was, I have. Let's to just say it involves a, it, it involves a dog and sex. So, <laughs> oh wow! There's things in like it wasn't that. I mean, it's not that crazy. But Could he I'll somehow let you look up his dry bar special? <laughs> so it was a bestiality uh, take on some sort of. There was a inference, if you will. Uh, in there, yeah. Did he at least tie it into like you know? And the dog, as as I was blowing him, we was with the, and in the background you could hear, and I don't want yeah, yeah, the yeah. world, you know. Just to, and Broadway was dark yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Who's ready for the Goo Goo Dolls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, I don't remember that dog's name. That's one of their songs. You got yeah. okay. We got it. Yeah. His name was Black Balloon, <laughs> and so was mine. Yeah, that's how he has it. Black Balloon. If you get yeah, it, yeah, Winky yeah. Face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Buffalo. Also has Niagara Falls. Yeah, well, I mean, sure. I guess. Right? <laughs> like, I okay. hate well, that part about to... Niagara Falls. Like, I used to get dragged there when people would come visit, things like that. And it's, it's always funny when comics, like I used to be the host or the middle that would, you know, drive the comics to Niagara Falls. Because that that's the go-to move, right? You that's get what there. people want to do for whatever reason. I guess it's something to see. Yeah, it's a it's yeah, one you're of not, the seven. As somebody who's not from there, you're like... You think about it, you go, oh, yeah, that's like one of the seven... Wonders of the world. Deadly sin? No. <laughs> yeah, what are the seven wonders? Do we know? Uh, the pyramid? Uh, well, it's natural wonders, right? So it's that, and I think there's like a volcano. Uh, see, I don't have any idea. Yeah. If, if I was in a city with another one, I wouldn't even know that it existed. These are the things that you just go, doesn't matter. But it like, doesn't, that, Unless yeah. you're on like a game show. And I'm going blind, and you would think I would be like, I got to see that crazy <laughs> tree or whatever it is before I lose it. You know what I mean? Are but you really going really blind? Care. I mean, probably. I am blind in one eye, and this one's bad. And I know you've had glasses since worse. you were two. Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so they, been, and that's, be, so eyesight's been wonky since two. Yeah. And I don't even care 
that I've seen Niagara Falls. <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> fuck it. Who what cares? would you like I've to seen, see before? Uh, I just want to see all of the tits so I can download answer. them all in my face yep. before I go blind. <laughs> so when I'm put into a padded cell someday, I'll be able to pull up. Remember Sarah's tits? Okay, good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Sarah's tits. Another Goo Doll song that people forget about. <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not leering if I'm out there. I'm just downloading because, you know, it could get bad down the road, you know? Uh, but Niagara Falls sucks, and I have had to go to it a many a time. And Never gets cooler, huh? You've, well, why would it? You've been there. What You saw it, and now do you ever need to go again? I, I'll be honest. No. And I saw it, and I go, wow. And it was like very Chevy Chase vacation where I was like, all right. And then I just felt like I need to stay longer because I'd gone out you of my way to be there. all the way there. Also, yeah. I didn't know what I was, I was going to do that day. Sure. It was like, should we drive by General Mills and smell uh, Cheerios Who'd you again? go with? Uh, the kid who uh, was- Sean? One of the, uh, yeah. Who runs the club? Yes. Nice. Okay, cool. Great yeah. kid. Sean's one of my best friends. Ever. I love yeah. that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a true, and that's honestly uh, a, a reason why I'm bummed um, that th- this next trip I'm going on to there is getting ah, pushed. Ah, get you back. Because, uh, look, there's a lot of great clubs and a lot of great people that run clubs. That that definitely stood out sure. as far as like a, oh, cool, uh, you know. Uh, Sean's accommodating to like literally accommodating any type of right act word. that comes through. Like and went out of his way to be like, what do you want to do? And I yeah. was like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, I think this. He's like, I'll pick you up tomorrow. And it was yeah. like, whoa, cool, man. And it's easy. It's a good hang. It's not like, a, you're not like annoyed. As a guy who doesn't drive, I've noticed this recently. Uh, people always want to offer you rides to places. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, why would I do that? I'm trapped in the car with you then. Yeah. As opposed to like, I could be on a subway and sure, there's Looney Tunes on there, but they're bugging all each other. You know, they don't bother me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. to sit in the car with you the whole time. Has that but, held you back from seeing certain things, knowing that like, wow, that's a two hour trip with that person? Yeah. Well, it's not only that. It's like when you go to a city and you don't drive you know, I would like to maybe, it would be cooler if I had a rental car, I would explore more probably. Yeah. Especially like a place like if you're on the outskirts or what have you. But like, I wouldn't go, if I was not from Buffalo, I don't know that I would ever go to Niagara Falls. And that's only because I'm aligned with the previous experiences. I mean, you saw it. Our side is Johannesburg. And then you have over there in the Canadian side, it's like, you know, Disneyland. Yeah. It looked cooler. It's so much cooler. Yeah. We have it, nothing on our side. <laughs> is that why Kevin people jumped, right? I mean, that's not why, but that is, <laughs> they, if they're going to jump, they should do it on the prettier side, I For would sure. think, right? Take the risk, go over the border and jump where there's like a Ferris wheel behind you or something. Don't do it on our side where no one's going to notice. Is it weird that was one years. of my first thoughts? I was just like, I wonder how many people have jumped. Oh, that's everyone. That's Yeah. I do love the morbid aspects of Niagara Falls. Did totally. you have the moment where you stared into the Horseshoe Falls and wanted to climb in? Because there is that element. A lot of people have that. They're hypnotized yeah. by it and they want to climb in. It's a normal human thought, I think, to be at any certain like elevation and look down and go and envision yourself falling to your death. Yes. Right? Mine, mine is more when you're standing at the crest of it, <laughs> right at the falls. It's the the rushing water that's going right over. Yeah. I want to feel the force of that. Yeah. Like I want to like put my hand in it or something. Do you know what you would say if you were to jump? 
what I would say right before to all the yeah. people. Yeah. I'd be like, have fun living through this. Like, you know, something like that. <laughs> Never like, forget me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't. Yeah. You're scarred forever. Yeah. I think about my mom used to tell us all the stories of the people who died on Niagara Falls. Like as oh, I, thought you, I thought you were about to say my mom used to tell me what the best thing to say before you jump would be. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. There's like a famous one, though, of a little kid who fell off a boat like way up the Niagara River. And there's like a point in the Niagara River where. If you go beyond it, it's like the point of no return. They have like signs like like it's fucking Disney World where they <laughs> don't go any further. Like it's the log flume thing, yeah. Splash Mountain. I feel like every river, by the way, has a kid fell out of a boat story. Well, of course, kids are always falling out of yeah. boats, right? This one, though, it was he's so small, seven years old or Oof. something like that, in a life vest. And he goes out over the falls. People are trying to get him with ropes. Can't do it. It's like back in the 50s or 60s, I think. And this kid is so light, though, and in a life vest that the propulsion of the falls threw him out over the rocks. So he just went right into the water, and he didn't get crushed by the falls or the rocks below. He went out over it. It threw him out far enough. Wow. And so he lived, and he's like, he goes around and does, like, speaking engagements. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Is he Tony Robbins, like, protege? He's, like, really, like, I don't want to talk about it, but he'll do it. He'll do an interview, like, on the anniversary or whatever, you know, like that kind of thing. I wonder if he's got, like, flashbacks or, like, by the way, that's a, you know, do you go on to do great stuff after that or do you go, like, are you even more of a risk taker because you're like, I'm not even supposed to be here, man. He was pretty normal, but there was one guy who, in my adult life, when I was on the radio there, I think his name was Kurt Jones. Yeah. Did you ever hear about him? No, sounds like a survivor, though. Well, he just crawled into the falls and laid in like this, and same thing happened to him. As a it dare? Pushed, we don't, no one knew why at first, so it throws him out. Same thing. Same uh, sort of yeah. science makes him live and then made of the mist scooped him up he became like a folk hero because he had said he intended to do it but everyone thinks he tried to kill himself like everyone's pretty sure he was trying to kill himself i love just how accidentally <laughs> made it i love how people like, are definitely like trying to pull the rug out from under his he's well, trying to get his own speaking engagement sta- to her that's like, the thing Fuck you you were miserable we all know it he started going i'm like a daredevil he started doing press daredevil shit. Okay. I, we had him on the radio all the time and he was not all Cuckoo with for it. Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm going to do it again. So he put himself in a barrel. I'll show you it. guys. He did it again in a barrel and died. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh. The barrel was where he went wrong. Yeah, dude. That's a lot of weight. The what, barrel hits the rocks and What you are you die. mixing it up for? You got to go with the original plan. He thought maybe a different stunt or something. Oh. I was like, put yourself on fire or something. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I, I dated a girl once who used to, you know, provide me with those types of scenarios this was her idea of pillow talk she'd be like would you rather drown to death or be burned alive i was like that's the hot. fuck are you planning you didn't marry her <laughs> yeah no she ended up fucking a camera guy in reno but wow, uh, jesus but you know i think that's a garth brooks song would you rather fuck a camera guy in reno or... <laughs> yeah, who's this for <laughs> yeah or be burned alive like wait a second those don't seem like they balance out uh do you consider yourself a risk taker have you ever uh no no i mean i'm a risk taker in that on I stage exist with on the this... mic I well in that I guess maybe but I don't know I don't even think about that but I'm saying I'm a risk taker just every day waking up and walking outside with these eyes like into I don't you know just walking down the street I feel like I'm taking a bit of a risk every really day. yeah you know I'm walking into poles and shit you truly it's getting worse oh really it's so- just getting worse you know blind in one eye is not as easy to navigate things and that happened kind of like in the last. 10, 12 years or so. So I'm still yeah. like getting used to it, I guess you could say. So what percentage would you say you can see out of the eye that's With not? like glasses, I can see like 20, 30 or whatever okay. with my glasses. But sort, you know, it's still one. You know what I mean? So yeah. like 
uh, you know, people try to be like, you know, toss you a ball or something. You're like, whoa, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Or, hey, man, hey, man you want a beer? And I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, that could end me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do um, Has it given you a, more of an appreciation or more of a hatred towards like, you know, the small things in life and or people with two eyes? Beautiful women. I, I don't know if it's because of my sight or whatever, but I ve- very much appreciate seeing a beautiful woman. I really do. Like mm. that is more to me than seeing like. I could go watch a sunset and be like, yeah, whatever, and like look at my watch or whatever. Cool, good to know. But uh, like a girl, yeah. I am like, if I see a pretty girl, I'm just like, oh my God, I don't know what that is. It's partly my father in me and then also like <laughs> uh, just the fact that like I know, again, someday I might go blind and then it's like, I can't even look at porn. You know what I mean? It's like all imagination time. Wow. You know, reading rainbow shit. Do you feel? Yeah. I think LeVar Burton actually said that. <laughs> yeah. Once your eyes go, it's all imagination time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was speaking about porn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, but don't take my word for it. It's like, take hers. Cuts to like a shot of just somebody playing with themselves. I used I used to use that in like college <laughs> to get like flashed. I'd be like, someday I'm going to go blind and I hope someday I get to see tits as nice as yours you know something like that. whoa and it would work they'd be like you can just see mine yeah it would work a lot that was like before i could have sympathy flash yeah yeah i would take that before that's before i like got laid or anything i don't even consider yeah what age was that that. you know uh early uh, like i didn't get late till i was 22 so like 19 20 around there and i don't even consider that slutty i feel like that's uh no that was nice a good samaritan move exactly that's what we call mitzvah in the jewish uh, show that's why it would work so often because they felt like their heart grew two sizes but, but, you know what <laughs> yeah. i'm saying they really your wiener grew five uh, they thought they were doing a, a nice deed yes yeah exactly hey guys adam ray here for the about last night podcast quick question for you do you know that 85 percent of people that's right 85 percent of people who play daily fantasy sports lose i know a lot of comics who play fantasy sports and yeah their stories more often than not are about how they made the wrong picks and lost all their rent money and how they need to borrow 50 grand. Is it really that surprising though? No, the game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention fucking experts. People that just have more tools and more knowledge and more time than you do. You don't stand a chance. Well, I've got the Daily Fantasy Sports book that's right for you. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever Daily Fantasy Sports book that puts you, the player, in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you... Here's how it works. It's very simple. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and then dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. Your name, your stakes, winner take all, baby. You have the advantage here. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. The amount of other sports bookie sites I've fucked with and and heard about and have friends participate in and, and make money and lose more money uh, it makes Stat Hero the obvious choice because they're giving you the advantage of seeing the house's lineups and taking them on straight up. You are in total control. Stat Hero is the way sports betting was meant to be one on one. So play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash last night, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play by signing up right now at stathero.com slash last night. So go to stathero.com slash last night. They're even going to give you a 300% match. That's unheard of right now if you go to stathero.com slash last night. Start betting on the sports that you love 
the right way, okay? Because I know you're tired of getting killed by daily fantasy sports experts. Don't play the experts. Play the house with Stat Hero, the only sports betting site that gives you multi-day fantasy survivor contests for all sports all year long. See the competition ahead of time. Pick the lineup you think you can beat. Go head-to-head with no pool of opponents. Because no matter how you play, there's a contest for you. So stop wasting your money and give yourself the best shot at winning with Stat Hero. StatHero.com slash last night. Do it, baby. Comedy is always, I feel like, been a part of your uh, your DNA, yeah? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I was fucking around in high school, like I mentioned. And while I was in high school, I managed to use internships and things like that to finagle my way onto the morning ra- the local morning radio show like when I, when I was 15 they gave me a job wow and so like my that's last big time right because that's your that's when you're all not... I thought I wanted to do by the way oh wow they were like the celebrities to me totally and I was like I want to be one of the guys they have on their show like you know they have all the shows have like a third guy yes a producer stuff like that I was like if I could be one of the guys on that show someday I said and then I did it like in high school and then i go like well now what you know what i mean yeah, by the time i was I 22 I and shit i was like what do i do next do you think you know what i mean like these guys have to die and then i get their show like what happened <laughs> it also here? probably gave you a little boost in confidence as far as like oh wow i wanted to do that and i did it so now maybe dreams that are bigger and hollywood related are probably not that crazy well yeah but like also you get beaten down in local radio to the point where oh, you're really? just going like i'm a fucking hack i'm in local radio look at who's a-. some of the people that are like i was lucky enough to work on a very talented show that's still even doing it and like they always evolved and they let me do whatever i wanted and we had so much fun and we did some fucked up shit and some fun shit and it was awesome and then you like venture out and you see who else is working in your ranks mm. and you see some real horse shit and you're just like, <laughs> huh, how come I'm not ascending out of this? Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I would, I didn't ever think Hollywood or anything like that. I thought maybe like, I'll get on a show and maybe one day that show will be on in two markets or three markets or something like that. But then, you know, radio started becoming less and less of a thing and I didn't know where to go from there, but mm. I was doing stand up. I started doing stand up like in my early twenties and that started getting a little bit more steam. I was like, hey, maybe I can actually do stand-up and live without radio. And it started becoming like, way, that's how shitty money I was making in radio, yeah. that the stand-up <laughs> middle money was starting to catch up to oh, it. Wow. So I was like, you know, it was nice to do both. Did you feel like you were hindered in the radio world comedically? Like, uh, did you ever feel like you were developing bad habits? Or like, would you think of funny stuff but have to... Well, the fun part about radio was the only real rules back when I... I mean, like, it's worse now. Obviously, it's like, you know, anything else where you have to be careful about subject matter and yeah. anything like that because you're in a thing where people can stumble upon you. You can't you know do a LeVar I mean? Burton tits bit right. on morning radio. But back in the early 2000s or mid... I should say mid-2000s to late 2000s, you know, that at that time... It, there was, there really wasn't Twitter or anything like that, and that was the fun part when mm. someone would stumble upon some fucked up shit that you were doing that doesn't normally listen to the show, and they would call in and be like, "What the hell is this? My daughter's and you know, like, and you're like, "Ooh, <laughs> you're like, we're gonna get a letter," you know, like <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. fun yeah. to do that kind of thing, and the only real rules were FCC related, and now it's like you talk about. Like you open the first five minutes of your YouTube video going like there was a school shooting and blah, blah, blah. People are like demonetized, you know? So now I don't know what the like rules really are. Whereas the FCC is like, don't say shit. Don't say fuck. 
uh, don't describe an explicit sex act. So you would have fun dancing around those yes. things, but still conveying those ideas. That was like the most fun of it. It was like a magic trick. You could be as filthy as you wanted as long as you didn't do those specific things. Do you think you're so comfy on a mic now and especially with podcasting because of all that radio experience? Well, they definitely like one hand wash the other, I'll say, because like doing radio... When I first started, I got on there, and I was a little kid. I was yelling. I was like, hey, everybody. Like I was like- Radio voice. Yeah, I was doing a radio voice. I was talking a mile a minute. And I remember my boss was just like, hey, man, just like slow down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pretend you're talking to like- He's like, if you have to bring in a- I never did this, but he's like, if you have to bring in a picture, pretend like you're just talking to one person. And that like clicked something in me. Where I was like, oh, yeah, because you're just talking to someone in their car. Sure, there might be a group of people listening to you. But really, at the end of the day, they're listening to you in their own head. Yeah. And that kind of like started working for me when I put that into comedy sense. Like, I know I'm talking to an audience. But if I like speak in a way that it's to one person. Sure. It resonates a little harder. Or yeah. it's like people are paying a little closer attention. Could you smoke pot at the radio station? Uh, I mean... Not really, but we'd, I mean, all the time we, people were doing it. And are you like a, you still smoke? Yeah. Oh, every, I smoked right before yeah. this every, you know, all the time. Did you feel like it makes you uh, level out? Like what kind yes. of a pothead are you? I'm a guy who like, again, a high strung, I don't know if it's anxiety or what. I've never really, I'm also de depressed severely. Sure. So like, we it, all are it brings bit, me right? out of a cloud. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it gets me, hey, Josh. It gets you excited you know, for the day. Yes. Cool. Or or it like makes me do menial tasks like the laundry, yeah. grocery shopping, stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm smoking a uh, a joint. And now I'm gonna go do some bullshit, and I like listen to music, and it's so much better than laying in bed going like, why bother do laundry? <laughs> you know what I mean or whatever. So yeah. I can't afford one of those that. machines that just come get the clothes for me and wash themselves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're know, like, man, I just I'll just wait till I can afford a wash and fold and have them all do it all at once. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Stuff yeah. like that, you know? But it definitely uh, also keeps me... Like, I like to get high before I get on stage just because it, it does level me out. Like, cool. It's a little like I'm I'm not nervous, but I'm just like, come on, get me up there. Yeah. But this way, it just kind of chills. Anxious nerves. Yes. Not nervous, not performance anxiety. I just want to do it already, you yeah. know? Yeah. Are there what, things... What are you, do you, I didn't... You smoke weed? I didn't oh, yeah. Because yeah. you're so high-functioning, and you're out there, and you're doing it all the time. I didn't know if you were blazing like... Oh, yeah, man. I that's mean, great to know. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh... And I would have no problem if I was slapped with that. I guess, I mean, it's funny because my eyes, I feel like, look heavier than uh, than they have, uh, you know, what, 10 years ago. But um, mm, I see what you're saying. I So I get actually people were like, are you high right now? Like a lot. Yeah. Um, Dude, I, I used to get out of traffic stops all the time because my eyes are so fucked up. They wouldn't even... I'm so high driving. They'd be like, are your eyes something up with your eyes? I'd be like, oh, yeah. And they'd be like, all right, go on. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you know? amazing. Yeah, because they would just look at my shitty one and be like, yeah, they didn't know how to respond to that. Something's going on here, not highness. It's almost like I mean? when Brad Williams, little person, and I would go to like a, a, a baseball game and we'd see uh, better seats that were in the handicap and, and a security guy would come up and be like, hey, I don't know if you, and Brad's like, would look at him with like, you're really going to tell me I can't sit here? Like, and he, the guy would just freeze, like not knowing how, what the protocol was for dwarf in the handicap seat. So he'd go, I, I you enjoy the game and just kind of walk away. And it, uh, post COVID, I have been <laughs> appropriating that myself. Good actually. for you. I'm sitting in the handicap section of trains when and? I take the train. I have, I had a woman come up to me and I thought, here we go. She's going to question me. And I'll just say, oh, I thought because I can't, you know, my eyes or whatever. But she, all she said was, do you need anything? 
Whoa. And I was like, I'm here. I've done it. <laughs> I made it. Yeah. Good for you. So, yeah, man. I don't know. I thought maybe I'd have to have a stick or what have you, but, uh, but yeah, I, re- I forget how we got on. Well, just pot. Topic, I mean, but, I look, oh, yes. I like, uh, I'm right now a, a before bed mostly. Mm. I've done it a handful of times. Uh, performing in the 15 years a couple of them were awesome Didn't... so you don't like to get high before you get on stage no and i look i also have a problem with like I, i'm not good at like a couple puffs i'm like if i'm gonna smoke i'm gonna smoke three well yeah that's blunts by myself yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah and just that. and just go to a different place right and uh and, and giggle and um but i do like to be you know even um you know i'm going back home to seattle and um in a few weeks and gonna go to uh you know, uh, a friend of mine's on the Seattle Storm basketball team, nice. and I'm going to go to a Mariners game, and I for sure will probably, I don't know if I'll take a gummy, because I'll be around, like, some family, and I don't like to be too fucked Vape. up around. Gummies are a little... Yeah. I don't, not into But the a couple edibles. puffs, I'm, I, if I can yeah. control that and just do that, and then, like, ride that, yeah. like, that's why one-hitters, I think, are uh, a, a sweet invention. But, right. again, I'm I'm of that, uh, you know, I don't even know if it's an addictive uh view but it's like if i'm gonna smoke a joint i want to smoke uh, a thousand all the joints well that's everyone pins that on me because when i i I was a bowl guy for so long so if i'm the one with the weed and i'm packing bowls i just we're in a circle smoking bowls guess what i keep packing them yeah and then people are like i'm bowing out i'm like oh did we they're like we smoked like seven bowls (laughs) yeah and i'm like i love that by the way that to me is like a great like if they exactly i don't want it to end yeah yeah and then like uh also what are we doing like are we trying to you know also you can only i feel like you can only get so high like i don't go like (laughs) i'm too high like i i hit like a ceiling and then i'm just like yeah, I'm high. I don't know. It's just we can sit here and listen to the music, or we can talk about hey, when the aliens come, what do you think their favorite song would be right now? You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, elevate yeah. the chat. Yeah, that, and I don't know. I very much. I remember I told Tom that I get high before I go on stage. He's like, "You've been getting high before you go on stage, like the whole time." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I've never even noticed." Well, he's just started entering the gummy world, right? Yes, or, he started smoking. I think two now a little more. Okay, cool. But, but he's definitely upped his milligrams. And, but so uh, the idea of being even stoned on stage is but probably I don't very know, foreign to him. I don't know if he gets if he's done it. I know he has done it. Yeah. But I don't know if the idea of doing it like regularly. Mm. But I told I, it just makes me my pace better. Like I feel like it's the same thing. Like I was saying when I first started getting on radio, you're amped up, so you're yeah. just like ba ba da ba ba da ba. And I feel like if I'm out there sober, I'm still thinking about like. I have my, I've just too much of these spider webs in my head. Yes. And I'm talking a mile a minute and my pace is off. I'm not engaged. When I'm high, I'm just like, boom, everything's quiet and I'm just in the pocket. Have you had a uh, paranoid high freak out? I'm sure there's- On stage? No, just oh, in life. Oh, like oh, a, in life. a too high, like- You know, I'm, I really pride myself on my ability to when something is happening in that regard where I'm feeling fucking wild. Yeah. That I just attribute it to the drugs. So I can just kind of be like, it's the drugs, cool. relax. But like shrooms sometimes get me a little peaked up to the point where I'm like, I can't control like my nose is running and stuff like that. My breathing feels weird. That kind of shit. I'm like, just fight through it. It's the mushrooms. But I don't get like, I've never been like, call 911. You know, something like that. Good for you. I did though at a Bills game one time on (laughs) mushrooms see, uh, we were waiting to go in, you know, it was a tailgate. The national anthem was playing and we were late as always. Everybody is late for a Bills game. You're waiting outside. And, um, there's like four ways in. That's why everyone's piling yeah. through. So all of a sudden I see in the distance a fighter jet coming at us. Oh, God. And I was on mushrooms and I was like, get down, everybody. <laughs> and I like made my friends like hit the deck 
And By the way, anyone at a tailgate who screams "Get down!" Yeah. everyone's getting down because that's people the farthest did, yeah. thing from anyone thinking they're going to. Most hear. of the people around me were wasted, so they were just like, "What's this guy doing?" Oh, okay, cool. But so like, I hit the deck and the things. <laughs> I thought it was for the flyover. I thought it, it was, was going to murder us. You thought it was two feet above you. I, I thought it was going to kill us. I saw it coming <laughs> right at us. I mean, it was in the distance and it was like low, a fighter jet, yeah. a fucking like F-16. And I thought for sure it was going to like put a sidewinder into the side of the stadium or something. Oh my God. I was freaked out to the, <laughs> By the way. and then someone was like, what do you, that was a fly, he's like, I was like, well, I don't know, man. What if like a terrorist got a hold of one yeah. for a flyover? Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't expect that yeah, or hey. suspect it. He goes, they don't put the missiles in them, though. And I was like, yeah, but hey, we know they could just... What if you just like right into the side? I was like, I envisioned that. Holy shit. That freaked me out. So that was the one time I go, these are good shrooms. And then oh, we yeah. beat the Arizona Cardinals, I think. Nice. I forget who it was. Football but. on shrooms has got... I've done shrooms twice and I saw a lot of stuff and I felt a lot of stuff. And yeah. I, I, dev I mean, had some of the most interesting conversations with bugs. <laughs> that I think, uh, yeah. which definitely was depressing because I came out of that being like, all right, just know that like that was a one-sided convo. You know, don't think that humans are now like, you know, I definitely for a few minutes, it took a minute to adjust. Like, a, do you still see a buddy later that, what's that? Do you ever squash bugs again? There was a brief time after where I had a lot more empathy towards right. the uh, insect kingdom, but mm -hmm. like definitely entered into some real life conversations being like, yeah, all right, man, I've heard better views on global warming from caterpillars. So if you want to <laughs> fucking learn more, you know, yeah. and educate yourself. But uh, yeah, there's something about, I didn't even know that people could, you know, micro dose shrooms. Are you yes. one of those? I did that during the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. It got How was your quarantine? Terrible. The worst. Yeah. The ultimate worst. I mean, I hope I never have to do that again. I'm proud of myself for coming out of it. Totally. But I am, uh, I hope I never have to live through something. And I hope none of us have to ever live through it. It is collective trauma. Mm -hmm. And what I'm hoping, uh, you know, it feels like we're all divided or whatever. What I'm hoping is like now this summer with everyone going out again and things, that'll be like the 9-11 galvanization of the country. I hope. Yes. You know, just everyone's going to French. You're going to uh, like a <laughs> MAGA, a MAGA guy is going to French kiss a blue haired liberal like in the middle of the street. And it's going to oh, be like a, the, the New York Times uh, or what is it when like the people came home from war, you know, when they yeah. dip down in the Times Square or whatever. I don't, yeah. I boy. I would be willing to put money on that we don't see that. I hope but, I, that's my hope. But I hope, yeah, I love <laughs> that you're hoping for yeah. it. It's fun to hope. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun to have hope. I did say I was like our new, uh, like the D Day, like the, that the coronavirus is over. It'll be a screen grab of someone eating an ass in the street like that, like a sailor <laughs> eating a woman's ass in the yeah, street. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody putting a Corona beer up somebody's ass and then taking a sip of it. Yeah, yeah, but just from two different sides of the spectrum. Yeah, there's got to be a way. I mean, look, and sports is a really great way to I do that. I love sports. I mean, so are you? Much. what's your favorite? I mean, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, mm -hmm. first and foremost, so I guess NFL is what I follow cl most closely. And then I would have said NHL for majority of my life up until the last 10 years, but Major League Baseball has taken over NHL just because the Sabres are so shitty. Yeah. And I cannot root for I just And then the coronavirus, hockey was the worst sport to watch. Oh, really? To Did me, because... There was no fans. Hockey like you need needs it. fans. Totally, you're surrounded by them, and it was very glaring that they weren't there. With football, they barely show the crowd sometimes. Totally, you know. And baseball, you needed too with the cardboard yeah, cutouts. Was... But baseball that did suck. But at the same time, like the energy of the fans, like I didn't miss it as much. Yeah, 
with baseball. Because like, baseball cuts to a funny fan maybe three times a game. Yes. Where it's like a, a, an adorable fat kid with like double fist and hot dogs, but like doing that. So right. it's a little, you know, sexual and like they can, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. hot dogs and you know the kid doesn't know what he's doing. So yeah. they can show him <laughs> yeah, until yeah. he starts like his dad pours ketchup and he goes like that. And then the, like, the, the annou- it's the announcer's job to hold in every pun. Yeah, look at that kid like, just double mouthing those <laughs> yeah. wieners. That's a boy. I think we can oh, tell he. Partner, uh, uh, that one's going to grow up to be uh, <laughs> on the other side of the Hey, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, probably doesn't have a girlfriend, more of a bat boy guy. Yeah, they're like, Jesus, you're fired now, man. Maybe put him on the softball team there, <laughs> Dad. But in that yeah. low, monotone yeah, baseball so no announcer one, voice. It's like he's whispering. So yeah, no yeah. One hears. And quickly jump back into the count. That's how you can get away with yeah, anything. Yeah, that's exactly that's you know, what my entire kid, uh, podcast is based off of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's that, yeah. Is that move. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, this but kid's going to be more of a catcher than a pitcher. <laughs> Two and one the count to yeah. uh, <laughs> Hampton. Yeah. Ruggiano. Ruggiano. <laughs> yeah, uh, the longer the name, the better. Exactly. To distract from the slur. Josh Van Meter, the second baseman. <laughs> Who's your, what's your favorite baseball name? Oh my God, there's so many. I can't th- possibly pick. We can't make. How about this? One right give now. me. I'm going to give you a oh, base. Shit. I'm going to give you a baseball name. Yeah, you got a great see. baseball name. And you tell me. I did this game. Real once or it. fake? No, well, we can do that next. Okay. I'm going to give you a baseball name, and you, as if it was a sexual position. Okay. And you tell me what happens in that sexual position. Okay. okay? Cool. Cool. Uh, so a guy is going to give a girl a Bobby Bonilla. What happens? Oh, he's pile driving her, right? Is it, that Bobby? There's no right or wrong answer. Oh, there's this no, is your world. You know who I was thinking of? I was thinking of that wrestler, Bobby Bonilla. No, yeah, that. If I'm Bobby Bonilla and someone, I'm <laughs> up and down, pile drive, lateral, <laughs> okay, lateral movement. All right, well, you're giving a you're giving a girl a um, a Brett Saberhagen. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you put. Uh, your two center fingers in her vagina, and somehow you tickle her asshole with the outside too. <laughs> that is correct. That's the Brad Saberhagen. Great. Uh, how about a girl gives you a Jay Buner? A Jay Buner? Ooh, that's where she's just really paying close attention to your taints with her mouth all the way, like, and she does use her hand up top, but she is just Jay Buner in your taint the whole time. How about a Sandy Alomar? Ooh, a Sandy Alomar, that is a bad move. That's when they just dry mouth. That's when they blow you with cotton mouth. They give you a Sandy Alomar. <laughs> you don't want that's, a Sandy Alomar. That's the closest one that sounds like a real yeah. menu item yeah, at yeah. a at a sad brothel in Vegas. Well, it's like when you're at a you're at a mixed company, you're like, let's just say she was about to go to town and uh, it was a real Sandy Alomar. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, oh, we, okay, yeah. say no more. Say no more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Yeah, I there's... love baseball names, though. I actually love the more innocuous ones, you know, like like, like Trey Mancini just sounds like a yeah. baseball name. Some guys- Even Bryce Harper, like, very Bryce baseball Harper, name. yeah, of course. You're just like, Jacob deGrom just mm-hmm. sounds like a baseball I mean, they Mike just- Trout. Uh, yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah. Mike Trout is like an anomaly. I think he's what got me into baseball. Really? Honestly, partly. Because it's just, he is generationally wealthy now. Yeah. And if he walked into a Starbucks right now- He could buy it. He could not only buy it, but he no one would know Mike Trout was in that Starbucks. He could ask every barista to give him a Bobby Bonilla, and they'd all have to. They w- well, <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> but also, he's so like, in Hollywood- He's out here in L.A. and he's not that faint. Like, well, that's baseball's fault. Baseball needs to figure out a way to take advantage of this Mickey Mantle type guy. I just think that's wonderful for him, though. He could go. Oh. He could, the people at Starbucks are like, "What's your name?" He's like Mike, and they're like, "All right, they write his name." on They don't phone. know. Yeah, they don't know. And he is like, he also I just looks like this. every other SoCal surfer. Yeah, jock. exactly. You know, he doesn't. He um, can blend right in. But also because he hasn't done like you know. 
hey, I'm Mike Trout. Like, uh, when I go to Subway, I get a six-inch tuna. Right. Isn't uh, that kind of the ultimate mayo, goal, though, is yeah. to be so, like, elite in one thing? Like, obviously, baseball fans know him up and down. He's yeah. one of the best players of all time. But I'm saying, like, the random people. He can walk down the street. He could go to the mall. I think he loves that. That's how I, I'm, everyone's like, why does he worlds. stay in Anaheim? I'm like, oh, he's living in paradise. Yeah. Uh, he's making a bazillion dollars. He's probably got a And pool. he can go to the mall. Go to the mall. He can't do that in like uh, Milwaukee. No. Or whatever, you know? Yeah, going to the mall is one of those like, I don't know, last few freedoms you like. Because I'm all famous, yeah. Yeah, because there's no shortage of places to get recognized if you're at a mall. Well, there's like a tipping point. There's like, you know, I'm still way on the low levels of the early point. So it's like if I go to the mall and someone recognizes me, I'm like, hey, what a cool day. You know what I mean? Who recognizes you? The kiosk uh, guy or Anybody, the guy in the store? Anybody, just like a, a, a person walking through the mall. Hey, Josh Potter, like something from just a comedy cool. fan or something. Yeah. Like if that happened, cool day, you know. But then there gets to be a point where you're like so famous where you go like, if I go to the mall, it's like every other person's coming up to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that would suck. That would suck. And you can't get from A to B without being like. And people are following you too. Yeah, that would be obnoxious. Have you ever followed someone at the mall? No, and of course not. Great. I was teeing up my own story. So a guy <laughs> in Minnesota was at the Mall of America. Nope. It was a, a, a different mall. Went to a different mall one day because I was like, I wonder what are the, you know, the smaller malls that aren't getting all the uh, Mall of America love. Right. In so, that area? There's uh, other malls? I can't remember where it was. It was oh, okay. maybe on the outskirts of town. I and I'm walking, say, place to be. I'm walking to, yeah, tough place to be another mall. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and no one knows the name of it, by the way. Sure. And, uh, so I'm walking close to, I guess the banister, the, uh, just the, the little glass wall that is separating, um, you know, a nice drop off, mm-hmm. um, which again, I stopped for a moment and thought, what would I yell before I jumped, you know? And so <laughs> I'm walking close to this thing and there's a guy walking towards me at about, and there's plenty of space to my right, not much to the left. I'm already about five to six feet away from this glass wall. So I, uh, and we're walking towards each other, probably about 35, 40 feet away. And we start getting closer and closer. And and I slowly start shifting my weight towards the glass wall. And he just stays where he is, which is already close to the glass wall. And doesn't move, like I made the first move. I initiated right. like, I'm going to go left, baby. You go right. Right. Is kind of insinuated. Like just, you do in America. Like you do if you have a brain. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. just see... You, we've all been in this situation where you just... Somebody splits and you mm-hmm. feel the room. And, and if you get too close, you stop. And you go, oh, hey. And you make some weird <laughs> like, oh, I thought we were going to have to fuck. Right. Or whatever, you know. And uh, you don't say that. You know, you just give him a hug. You maybe a bump. And you go, happy COVID, right? And you walk the other way. And so, and so this guy gets close to me. Not only does he not change position, but literally takes his shoulder and throws it into my shoulder uh. and hits me. And I was so taken aback. And I'm in a mall. Was he in a leather jacket? I think he had a backpack on. He uh. might have had a leather jacket. Because it would be like, Ugh. He might have had a leather like jacket. a Thunderbird or some I took video of him. I, I could scroll through my phone and find it. So <laughs> point being, he hits me. I bounce back. And I'm so in shock. I'm, my first reaction, I started laughing. Because yeah. it was so, I saw... I saw that from somebody else's view <laughs> and how funny that must have looked. Also, the fact that he wound up and drove shoulder into shoulder was sure. just really crazy. It also kind of hurt. So it was just like, I think my body was like, look, you, we got a few options on how you can respond here. You can laugh. You right. can come. Uh, 
we're gonna say we're gonna suggest laugh. Yeah, yeah. And, the second uh, one's harder. The second one's harder, but yeah. on the table. Yeah. So uh, you know, and definitely, or you didn't. I, I noticed you didn't say fight. Well, that was quickly became the first option. Oh, fight! Wow. Jump! Fight was maybe five or six down the See, line. Come for me would come first. Come sooner than not fight. <laughs> it would be come, and well, I can't I, even come when I'm like with a lady. So it's like I'm fucking like. Well, there was a small part of me that was like maybe you come fight. You know, maybe it's just like they're both right here. Oh, okay. And you're like fight and then come and really throw them off, or <laughs> well, come yeah. and then initiate the fight. <laughs> you know, that'd be great if but, that's how you had to come. You had to fight someone. <laughs> Like I'm gonna fucking and I have to tell him this as I'm hitting him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wait, yeah. So so uh, he just keeps walking, and I remember going, "What the fuck?" I said that, and then he just threw up a middle finger and kept walking. So then I take out my phone, I start following him, I start videotaping, and now doing narration as I'm following him into a Nordstrom, and now he's. He didn't have a game plan going into the Nordstrom, so now he's going up to like perfume counters and faking small talk. Oh, so wow. I just go up and I'm just faking. I'm like, I go, don't trust anything this guy says. He just laid me out with a shoulder next to the uh, glass out there in the mall. He's a shoulder popper. Wow. And then I just start like doing this, and he just walks away. I fought him for a good five minutes. Oh my god! And then uh, the and filming th- is aggressive. Yeah, and then said, I'm gonna, I think, post this on whatever and like talk about this in my act and then whatever. Oh. And then uh and then stopped and then turned around and started walking the other way and then felt him behind me and then stopped and then he stopped and then he just turned and walked the other way. Oh my god. And then I was like, God, should I have fought him? This I was mean, all very passive aggressive. I've been I've seen red like this before. I would have never been I've I've never gone like I gotta film the person. I've gone like the uh, like I hope no one's filming this because I've said things I've been like I am gonna fucking like <laughs> I have done that kind of thing and I'm not a big guy. Well, that's why I did. I did. I just kept it funny in my head. I was like, this could be a funny video. Oh yeah, see, I don't make it I funny. Can, I was I hoping have, he would I turn make and ominous go. Ominous threats because I have nothing. No, there's nothing I can do in the immediate. You're a tall guy. You could probably. I don't know how big this guy was. You could probably like punch him or whatever. But I have to make like ominous threats down the road that yeah. they have to be scared of and say those types of things. I've seen Red and done that where I'm like, I will fucking slit your throat when you're not even expecting it. You don't even know. I have nothing else to look forward to. I will wait until the very second you don't know that I'm there. And I will, I walk so quiet. I walk so quietly. I don't need much. And I have, a, I have always knives in my pocket all the time, like the Joker. And I've done those types of things. Oh, man. And freak them out. But, like, I've never fought a person. Yeah. I've in a mall. Like that. At a perfume counter. It yeah, definitely no, crossed it my a, mind. In a mall parking lot, I've said things like that. Yeah. And yeah it's I was bad. hoping he'd turn to me and say something hilariously uh, you know, something fueled with rage. Viral. Yeah, that I, could, that I could say something back with. And then take that little clip. Yes. And it just it was just too real. And the perfume lady was like oh, looking sure. at me like, Hey, I'm looking I'm just trying to sell some cool water sure, to this sure. psycho. Do you mind fucking <laughs> you know, muting the camera? Yeah, can you both leave? That she was like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a kid trying to get some uh, yeah. My but, dad used to do that though, like road rage style follow people around. Hilarious. And I never had the road rage thing, and I think weed helped me with that by the time I like Be happy you never Because now I don't have any up. sort of really it really takes a lot to get me to see red in that way where oh, I... Oh, good. Hey, guys. Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Obviously, it's a very difficult time for everyone right now. We're all uh, challenged in finding a day-to-day routine that, uh, that makes our lives uh, consistent and awesome. 
And if there's something that's interfering with your happiness right now or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Uh, BetterHelp is a professional counseling service online, private, and it's so convenient. Um, I've used it for a little bit now. It's truly the only way uh, that I found uh, to help get uh, my own issues dealt with on my own time uh, at my own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your licensed professional counselor right now. They're specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or relationships, uh, sleeping, which I have a lot of uh, trouble with, trauma, self-esteem. Anything that you share with them is confidential. And guess what? If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, at any time, you can request a new one for no additional charge. There's 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states available worldwide. And again, there's four ways to communicate with them. Text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's available on any desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. Schedule a video or phone session, generally weekly, unless your therapist schedules more. Uh, unless you just are really not sleeping and need to get some, uh, some, some additional chats in, uh, there's broad expertise in the network, which may not, uh, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. And above all, it's affordable. All right. It's truly the most affordable option I've found. So right now, all ALN listeners are going to get 10% off your first month with a discount code about last night. So why not get started today and start making some changes for the better in your life? You deserve it. So go to betterhelp.com slash about last night. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night. Betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month with promo code about last night. And now back to the episode. My dad definitely yelled at a guy at a gas station once, and while I was inside the car and my dad was filling up, the guy came up and pushed my dad up against the window. So my dad, like, I'm sitting at the window, and dad's face, like, I see the guy coming behind him, and I'm like, behind you! And my dad's like, huh? And then he just gets shoved up in his face, and he was like, seeing your dad just like, fuck! Yeah. And it was like his weekend with us, so it was like, his mom's like, how was he? He was like, dad got his ass kicked, and she's like, fuck yeah, like, that's what he gets. Is that when you thought, like, I could beat my dad's ass? For sure. Yeah, that was the moment. No, right? I mean, I, it was it was not a harrowing moment. I mean, it was definitely like, I guess I'm going to have to defend from myself Damn. like at gas stations moving forward. <laughs> I have a joke about this in my app, but I heard someone do a joke about something like that where they saw, where they beat up their dad when they were young and they were like, oh, my dad's <laughs> weak as fuck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't like think, had yeah, that psychologically, I don't think you want that as a kid. No, my dad uh, beat me up when I was 25 though. <laughs> <laughs> For so, real? Oh yeah. Like, like I, he was cheating on my mom and I thought I would like, you know, do something about it. Yeah. And he beat the shit out of me. Wow. And he and like, yeah, I, it was wild. <laughs> and that, I was like, okay, that, I don't fight. That's the problem. I yeah. I'm not a fighter. Have you been in any fights since? No, I, that was my first fight since I was like a kid. And in that fight, all I did was like W, like it was like a gang fight almost. Mm. It was like a group of kids fighting another group of kids at a park. And one charged me and I just suplexed them kind of, you know yeah. what I mean? I scooped him from his knees over my shoulder and then he was like, oh, and I was, I got out of that. That was all I had to do. There's a good YouTube rabbit hole that I encourage anyone to go down where it's uh, like dad fights in the stands of basketball games for oh, high school wow. uh, kids. I don't know uh, if you saw any high school dad fights, but uh, man, it's 
some of them were pretty crazy. Yeah, and I was on the wild. court for a few that were like, the games got called because that's just, and that's one thing that I think about if I ever have kids. I'm like, I don't like, I almost don't even want to go to the games because I know if you like sports, if you can scream at people you don't know. Oh, yeah. You're going to like, you're going to be willing to throw down for your, for your friend's kid or, you know, like you're going to get to know these kids enough to where you're going to be like, they fucking, if they, if they touch it, if they foul him like that again, I'm going out there, you know? Sure. And I don't even want to be a part of that. No, no, no. That's, if you know, even if I have a kid someday and they play sports, I'm going to not be that way whatsoever. Yeah. I'm going to be like, you handle it. You know what I mean? I'd rather be the guy with a 40 at like a t-ball game That's in the stands be, yeah. by myself being like, you guys got no heart, you know? I'm just like, baseball. <laughs> That's the way I'm going to I'm going to be so that guy, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the guy like with a lawn chair at a firefighter game, <laughs> like marking scores down in my uh, phone, yeah. like being like, oh, they're going <laughs> to... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna definitely be that guy. Do, but do uh, you ever? I was gonna ask you this because yeah. you were saying you can just yell at sports people. Do you ever find yourself now being a sports fan, mm. and now you've hit a, a certain level now where like people know who you are, where you're shitting on a guy like yelling at him in the outfield or something? And he's like, "I'm a fan." Oh man, I, that hasn't <laughs> happened yet. I, I, yeah, I, I've been with people where that's happened. Um, like where like the, you're like you suck, and they're like. Oh, it's Adam Ray thinks I uh, suck, oh, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like yeah, a- <laughs> See, I still, yeah, I don't know. I, I've, um, I've had that happen with, with, uh, with people with non-athletes. Sure, like, definitely. Like a guy uh, almost hit me at a crosswalk, and I uh, definitely was pretty oh, lippy with funny. him. Okay, yeah. And he was rolling the window. He was like. Big fan, man, just heard you on Kroll last week. And I was like, oh, <laughs> after I'd been like, hey, fucking Jesus Christ, man, you drive, like, fucking watch what you're fucking doing, like, whatever. I was like, oh, my bad, dude, big fan. Like, immediately came in hard sure. with the compliment, and I was like, all right, yeah, just, dude, just, you know, don't kill me, Nick. You know, thank you, thank you, man. Like, and immediately it softens you up because you're like, oh, you know, thanks, man, for, you know, I get, all right, you can, you, you want to hit me a little bit? There's just, you know, I'll sign. Right. It makes you, I mean, like, I've had that now happen, like, in, social media sense yes yeah. where they'll be like saying something and then i'll like chirp back and they'll be like oh big fan man i was just very thought. quickly yeah and you're like always oh, shit do you read the comments i don't i don't read the comments i i read like i'll pop in now especially because i'm kind of solo dolo i need this like gay otherwise i'm just like i feel like i'm buoyless and i yeah. don't have enough people around me to be like yeah this is good this is bad so i try to check in a little bit but i don't like i've never been on a reddit thing i've never uh I don't try to read all of them or anything like that. But, like, you know, on your Instagram or something, you read them. That's about as close as I'll come. Yeah. But uh, I'm saying, like, when it's a reply in, like, a tweet or something, and then you chirp back, you're like, oh, yeah, this wasn't just some random person replying. This guy, like, likes me. Yeah. So I should be. So now I, like, before I, like, tweet something shitty about an athlete, I'm like, what if he follows me? You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I think about that, like, which is a weird thing to think about. But I'm like, I don't want to shit on this guy. And then maybe he's like, "Ah, I like your comedy. And then I'd feel like a real asshole because I'd be like, love your baseball, dude. Like, (laughs) what am I supposed to say back? You got great muscle, man. Yeah, you're the worst first baseman I've ever seen, Will Compton. And then I'm like, oh, shit, what if Will Compton I think there was one that followed me back when I was, like, shitting on him. And I was like, man. And I don't want to say who it is. But it was like, I was like, oh, God, I don't want to fuck it. I deleted them real quick. I'm like, what if he likes me, you know? For sure. That could be a concern moving forward is we only, like, you know, stack the chips where you go, God, I, I already don't feel like I'm taken to the 
interwebs too hard to lean in on, you know, like, Cher's still touring? What the fuck? And then she like, DMs <laughs> right, me being yeah, like, yeah. I've actually really enjoyed your episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but are there people that have followed you or you found out were fans um, that have really kind of blown your mind so far? Um, this, uh... There's been like a couple, but like no one that would blow anyone else's minds. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, I don't care about me, them. I like, care about like what... a couple of the Bills, old Bills players and uh, like, um, a couple of like you know minor league ball players yeah. like things like that like i love and then that makes me that does make me though like go and plus that makes you go like uh when people start tweeting like josh potter sucks or whatever you know what i mean random people that are just tweeting that you go like man that that hurts yeah you're like so why am i doing that it makes you start dealing with yeah. social like you've climbed the fence in the social media thing where it's like i don't need to tweet like this guy blows at uh, center field anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, we're, we're, you know, I'm yeah. done with that part of my yeah. life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so uh, it definitely made me like more empathetic in that regard as far as a sports fan goes, you know, especially even with the Bills. Like I'll tweet like um, facetious shit like about Patriots players. Like they're all traitors who should die a traitor's death. Right. You know, if they go to the team, but stuff like that. But I'm not, that's just because I loathe that that particular franchise you know what do you think about uh tom brady you think he's gonna win again nowadays i have relaxed my thoughts on tom brady now that he's out of our division i don't hate his guts as much as i once did in fact that when he was in the super bowl this past year i go kudos old man now i'm now i'm like <laughs> hey go as long as you want buddy yeah play until you're fucking 60 i don't give a shit as long as you're not wearing that fucking red white and blue patriot helmet anymore I don't care what you do. Hey, you guys kind of have an open-ended uh, invite to just run that division, I feel like. Sort of. I Bel- I feel like it's like Star Wars. Like, this was our end of, a, like, the Death Star blew up. It's the end of A New Hope. And I'm scared of what Belichick's got cooking up. You know, the the Emperor, the Empire did build another Death Star. So Is it's Belichick like, the Emperor? Yes, 100%. Right. I've Brady seen... was like Vader, but not really. I guess, like, maybe... You can compare him to something different now, but who's, he was like our va- the Vader. For who's sure. Yoda on the Patriots? On the Patriots, there's no Yoda. He's yeah. a Jedi, so he would be on the Bills. And now Yoda is Yoda was Ralph Wilson. Hmm. I gave him that just because Yoda was old. But now I think Brandon Bean is Yoda. I really did enjoy that Yoda fight. I think it was the Sam Jackson Star Wars. How yes, many was he in? The CGI one. They he fought, was in right? the one. He was in all of the first three. Okay. He died in the, uh, well, Anakin killed him. Sorry, spoiler kids. Hey man, next thing you're going to tell me Forrest Gump finds out the kid's his. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Josh Potter spoiler. He dies in the best way one. in fashion though because Anakin, it's one of his first kills. Cool. Darth Vader's first like kills of the Jedi. And that, that's like the, one of the best scenes in those movies because I don't know who the guy is who plays the Emperor but he's my favorite because mm. he's just like, that's when he starts turning into the emperor. Because at first he's talking like, he's like, Anakin, you can do whatever you feel. You know, he's talking like that. But yeah. then now he's like, no, no. Like he's yeah. getting into that shit. He's like, end him. <laughs> yeah, he kind of had like a little bit of a, you know, Krang from the animated Turtles back in the day. Yes. Where was really like, yes. <laughs> Who went on to start 8chan, as we learned in the QAnon document. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Wait, the guy who voiced Krang started QAnon? No, Krang himself. Dude. Oh, hilarious. You have to watch the documentary. Yeah, yeah. This guy knows. He <laughs> saw it. <laughs> Are you a big doc guy? I don't know. I try to watch ones here and there. It depends what it's on, you know? You what get... truly tickles your fancy? Uh, I like all far... the dark ones, yeah. but you know, you got to temper your, uh, if you go down a wormhole of them too much, you're like, For God, sure. my brain's fucked. I want to watch something. Can I see a nice documentary? <laughs> I know, right? You know? Everything's trying to just, you know, blow our minds and- 
get us to. I'm not like make a serial changes. killer guy anymore. I used to be, but now they're all like seen one serial killer, you've seen them all. Some of them are fucking crazy too. I watched one about this guy that uh, it must have been three months ago. That killed his kids while the wife he was cheating on her, and then killed the kids, and then she was like on a trip and came back and like. Dude, it was just so fucking depressing. And it was of just course. like, yeah, I'm just like, why am Did I watching this? Did you see the this? one uh, abducted in plain sight? Yes. That that documentary broke all doc. No documentary no. is going to have as many twists and turns I know. and uh, amazing. I mean. You end up tipping your hat you to the guy at the end. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. We know what I see him like in an well, interview, but he died or whatever. But yeah, no, I mean. Buzzkill. Wild. Yeah. Wild. No documentary will ever touch that one Mm-mm. in any way. What do you uh, talk about on your podcast, The Josh Potter Show? We talk about fucked up stories that yeah. are like, you know, kind of fly under the radar. Try not to talk about anything that like, um, like, you know how people are, they're like, we got to talk about all the trending topics. I find like, I guess like just weird shit that's going on in little small towns that nobody's talking about cool. because then you know uh you don't have to get into the whole fucking spider webs of the zeitgeist yeah. you know so we talk about that we talk about sports but in a way that it's not x's and o's things like that it's more of like the wild shit going on off the field mostly but sometimes it could be on the field a lot of stuff with announcers with fans stuff like that so how about uh was it tom brenneman tom brenneman right yeah. that got uh in trouble for um just to go back to our yeah, no, he did get being, in trouble. Yeah, he was hot on the mic and didn't realize it. Did not realize it, unfortunately. And, and said he what had again? A, a famous apology. Well, he said the uh, the f bomb, the, the bad slurs. Yeah. Yes, and then um, didn't realize it that it went out on the air. No one in the production crew <sighs> realized it either. And it that was, was his argument. Header. Well, no, not no one. There was no argument yet, but they hadn't realized. So he finished the game. That game it was a double header, and then it was. A big it went viral on Twitter, obviously. So when the doubleheader second game started, he started off with an apology, uh, where he so famously then called a <laughs> Nick Castellanos home run in the middle of, and that's uh, right, flawlessly called it. By yeah. the way, and, <laughs> and uh, my theory on that is that it, that was instinctual. That had nothing to do with he wasn't trying to be callous. No, he was trying to be so pointed with his words that he. Didn't even realize he was calling the home run. Probably it was not. Just, it's second nature. Yes, just he came. He sees out a ball it. go over the fence. He's not going to re- react to it. That's he would have done that at home. Like his wife, his wife could have been in labor, and he saw it. He would have been like swung uh, on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, anything. His house could have been burning down, <laughs> and Nick Castellanos could have hit that home run, and he would have said, "Deep drive into the left field." Castellanos making it a four zero. Grab ball the ball. other side of the hose. One <laughs> yeah. second, two outs. Yeah, his kids are drowning in a fucking. I mean, I swear, it just literally poured out of his body, and he went right. Right back into the apology. So I believe in second chances. I hope they eventually allow Tom Brenneman back into the booth. One of the greats, too. What a bummer. Well, to go dad, that long. He's one of the greats, and his father's one of the greats. It's a legacy thing. Yeah. So it's like, and it's a Reds It's a Reds history, and it's what got me into baseball. I learned baseball from Marty and Tom Brenneman. So. It did roll off his tongue with, you know, there's, there's the slip-ups where maybe it was a Freudian, like, you know, you know, I meant to, you know, I, I don't know. Not say that. Like it was like when you see on the news when they're like. When oh, they a, mistakenly say a word that they didn't mean. I to just say. saw a really good one because those are some of my fave. The news yes. bloopers when they're like, and it's, um, you know, it's it's a real. Uh, what's a good example of one? Like where they'll say, I just saw one where he said uh, tits instead of. Um, 
because the last name was like McGee. They're like Tits McGee. I mean, Ryan McGee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something where it's just a real because they're just reading without, and their brain is somewhere else. You also, know? daily like that, just right. reading off the prompter, Droning, and basically. they some of them do get that Anchorman thing where like they aren't even like they haven't reviewed the copy of course i used to do it i used to do the same thing and i mean like i used to read someone would pass me an ad i just read it automatically and it becomes a thing where you're like already thinking about the next thing you're doing and you're just rattling this off and for yeah his i mean i don't i don't think we'll ever know the context of what he was actually saying it literally picked up right when he said that word and i would um, just always lean on the side of the mic's probably on well the thing is i mean like yes Obviously, and you'd think a broadcaster like that would too. And you have those like grace moments, but it's also like you got to think as being on that side of things in two regards, meaning mm-hmm. like the board operator also. You could have a guy that day that potted you up maybe one second earlier than he normally does, and which yeah. which is the case in this case. You know what I mean? Like he could have been like three, two, and you're up already and not know it. And then like instead of usually you're like three, two, and you have that beat of a second. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's all it takes. And yeah, he said he flew so close to the sun saying that right as he's about to go on the air that – um you know, maybe he got a little too out of pocket in terms of his professionalism or something like that. But yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna hope. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it someday. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Josh Potter Show is where you can hear uh, all this f- fun stuff. Yes, YouTube, sir. Every Spotify. Tuesday, yes. Every Tuesday. Yes. Um, you know, uh, James Lipton uh, tragically passed uh, not too long ago. R.I.P. Inside yes. the Actors Studio was my. Uh, fave shows no doubtly you would have been on there at some point so i'd like to close <laughs> out this episode with uh his famous 10 question questionnaire please to uh, pay homage to lipton and also get to know josh potter a little deeper i can't wait here we go here with josh potter josh what's your favorite word oh my favorite word is golly <laughs> use it in a sentence please golly look at that those tits on her <laughs> Something like that. That's usually when I use it. When a girl walks by. Yeah. It's just one sentence usually. Golly. How do you spell it? With a hard G? Big capital G O double L Y. What is your least favorite word? Hmm. My least favorite word. Ah, that's tough. Probably something like squ- I wasn't going to say moist, but that's so cliche. It is something like that, though. Moist? Yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan of that word. Yeah, moist. There's other ways to describe what you're trying to convey. Exactly. Like what? Wet. Damp? Yeah, damp, wet. Sopping's a bad word. Yeah. I just made it worse. There we go. How about, hey, I made a sopping, moist, damp, wet cake for you. Anything to describe a swamp like anything is gross. Yeah, if it's not a swamp, especially. Yes, especially if it's not a swamp. (laughs) And especially if it's a body part. (laughs) You hear that, Dad? (laughs) Quit telling me about your sexual sopping escapades. Oh, that would be the worst euphemism for pussy ever. Swamp? Yeah, son, I'm back in the dating game. Got uh, Met a gal at the uh, local tavern. She had quite the sopping pussy. You're like, Dad. Yeah. It's 7 a.m. Uh, mm, Too early. Like a swamp. <laughs> Just what gooey and sticky. <laughs> Consider me the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> All right, Josh, what turns you on? 
ah, I'm finding out intimacy is something that's turning Great. me on. Yeah, it's Great. something weird. I like making outs and stuff like that. Yeah, that should helps. never go out of style. Yeah. And it's a true, I think it's arguably a red flag slash deal breaker if you're historically bad. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because like that, in most situations, should be the starting point. Yes. I mean, unless there's people out there that are just there like, are we don't even kiss so and I'm down for butt it. stuff. Yeah. yeah, like especially, I guess that is one of the things that's like a handoff with the uh, one night stand thing yep. where they're like, it's not, it's like, we're going to fuck, we're not going to make out. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Women are saying this, so. They are. Yeah. I mean, you know. What turns you off? <laughs> what turns me off? I uh, don't like when women talk about comedy. And I don't mean that in terms of what they like or what they don't like. Like, I hate. Don't you hate, have you ever had this happen where women are like, how do I get in? Like, how would I start? And you're like, oh, you just want to start. You can just go do it now. Gotcha. You know, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Have you had that ever? I, in both men and uh, women. Yeah. Yes. For I, sure. It's in people, the most well, insulting question. You know what I think you're uh, saying? And I totally dig is people that, you know, they don't want to actually do it. Yeah. And so they're just, and they're also just kind of without meaning to maybe disrespecting what it takes requires well, work ethic. They see in front of a lot of people. They think, "Oh, that's what that is." I want. I want to try that. And maybe like, you're making it look easy, fun, whatever it is. Uh, however, you're you know resonating with them. And yeah, but just like, I think I could like just a cash approach to it instead yes. of like without any pre uh, text of like, "Fuck you!" That's incredible. That is like, would I even like? Is there if I were to? You know what I'm saying? Like just right. Open, if they have the like, if uh, well, the other thing was like. The, they're they're almost trying to have you convince them to do it, and you're yes. like, "What is that?" Totally, you're almost putting it. It's almost like a guy at a urinal being like, uh, you know, making small talk with you about your stream, or saying like, "Boy, is it me or these urinals uh, make my dick look small?" Like almost <laughs> yeah, like yeah, asking yeah. for you to be like, "You got a fine cop, no, man. Dude, you got it." Like me, I'm gonna bring you on the road with me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Jesus, it's yeah. it is that that kind of shit. And I've had girls do that to me. You know, especially like if you ever fuck like an open mic or something too, they'll be like. <laughs> So, like, uh, how do you get that gig? And you're like, oh, you think that you just, like, go do it? Whoa. You just go do that? You just get passed there like that? That's how that happens? Yeah. And it's like, you don't even really want to do this anymore. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's why not everybody goes for it. Um, right, right. All right. We've got to wrap My this bad. up. I'm so it's, sorry. No, you're good. Long you're good. Answers. What's, what's your favorite curse word? Uh, definitely fuck mm -hmm. definitely fuck it has to be it's unoriginal but it is definitely fuck twats my my other one that's a great to, word i love calling people twats uh what's what sound and noise do you love sound and noise that i love sound or noise i love the coo of like a i like a coo of a dove <laughs> a morning dove can you give me a little taste of what you know the ones that like i, th I thought they were owls until very recently they're like Something like that, you know. Then the morning you hear those. No. I always thought it was an owl. I'm like, that owl's up early. That's not. <laughs> that's not I, an owl. No, it's a morning dove. I learned. Fuck. Yeah, and it's pretty awesome. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, I wish I was sponsored. Is by there some a sound sort of... that I hate? Because I'm gonna. I have one right yeah. on deck. What sound of noise do you hate? The sound of a fucking fork and a plate and a knife. Oh. I could hear it. Yeah, you oh. just miming it made me hear it. How about my an roommate, owl? I want a fucking. How about an owl trying to get that last piece of rice? If it in could the drown bowl. it out, if the <laughs> could, want, could could drown it out, I would do that. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? 
Oh man, I don't know, dude. That's, Next question. I don't. That's. I don't want to do anything else. I swear to God, there's Good nothing else. What profession would you not like to do? All of them. I see these people out every day going to work, and I don't want to be any of you. I think this your shit is. You know what's the worst? Seeing people have to work on the side of the road. I have so much admiration mm, for me those too. people. I know. Like doing construction out there in the trenches. Go 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 go. That kind of shit. Oh, God bless you out there doing that. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, there's four girls that are ready right over there for you. <laughs> Go say what's up. They've been waiting. One of them said she's got the G-golly tits. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Josh Potter, you're the man. This was great, dude. Thank you, buddy. Thanks so much for having we me. We haven't Appreciate talked uh, like this ever. Ever. So, yeah, that was wonderful. It, it truly was. Thank uh, you. At Josh Potter for all the uh, goodies on, on IG and Twitter. It's at J underscore Potter on Twitter and at Josh underscore Potter on Instagram. I made it really hard because I never thought people would give a shit. So that's what those are. And you can find all my shows, everything else, my podcast. Twitter, all it's everything. Yeah. yeah, all of it's great. You're hilarious. Thank you. Thanks again, Duder. Love you. Love you. Love you.